open up the app and the music appears But you don't see the hard work, blood, sweat, tears Three minute videos, days spent filming those Airports, sound check, live shows, studios, managers, promoters Labels, graphic design, there's a lifetime behind every rhyme Victory, failure, profit and the cost If we don't pass it on, then the history is lost Want an album review? Then you're paying for ads You want a half-page story? Cost you double for that And the radio's the same, gotta show them the money Cause they shelter and their listeners like bad boy Bubby Ignorance is bliss, but it isn't if you're missing the foundation That's why we had this conversation You wanna know the real deal? Here it is You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Beers Alright, check it out. This is Beers, Beats and the Beers back in effect for 2020 and man, I am stoked to have this dude with us today. But before we get there, as we always do about this time, man, I've got to recap last week's episode right quick and uh, just uh, to let people know as you are hearing this or as you are listening to this, um, we're recording these in advance. So, you know, this um, this episode, as of your listening, may have been recorded about three weeks prior. Just so you know, so just, you know, fucking events have changed in the fucking meantime we speak on some shit it just is what it is man we're recording this shit we're getting these episodes up our sleep so we can fucking crack motherfuckers in uh, 2020 but oh man uh, i gotta get to this dude right quick but as stated we better recap last week's episode which was the whiz of oz my man a great fucking human being man um, what can we say about Dweez? Fuck. He says most of it for himself, man. <laughs> that motherfucker can talk like a motherfucker. Fuck, he can talk. Uh, Dweez, dude, big shouts to Dweez, man, from stand-up to uh, Bake Not Fried to through his entire output, Bake Not Fried, um, fucking Art Intimidates Life, Bad Grammar, to Dweez Kong. Four albums deep. He's working on uh, a project with Recky B. Man, he broke down his history from growing up with fucking nothing, man. Like, that's dude has an absolute story man and he's a fucking dope dude like you know all gigs aside all jokes aside man <clears throat> Dwiz is a fucking dope dude bro and um man motherfuckers should check for him you know like you know, he um, faces the criticism, fucking stands up strong and fucking deals with it, man. Like, you know, and really at this point in time, man, there isn't that much criticism you can level at Dwiz, you know, like because he has been doing it and he continues to do it and he supports the fucking scene beyond anything else. But we talked about all that shit. We talked uh, all that Battle League shit. We talked all the um, stand-up stuff, stand-up stories. Um, we talked fucking gym selfies. We talked fucking – we did, man. That motherfucker's he's on his shit, you know. But he's undergoing a transformation and he's fucking – feeling himself and so he should so my props go out to Dwiz and as yours should go give him a follow if you haven't checked that episode make sure you give it a squeeze put it in your ears get it up in there um what else needs to be said we are broadcasting as we always do out of the shire studios my man insidious on the boards he just released black messer and that motherfucker is sold out he's going to repress that right quick it might already be at repress by the time you listen to this um but that's going to be out there real soon so Make sure you follow my man. You can hit us at Beers Beats the Beers on Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. You know how we do. Um, I can't think of anything else to fucking talk about because we're recording this well in advance, man. We are recording this shit at the uh, end of January. So I think you'll be hearing this probably late February. But, man, it is an honor for us. I will I'll fucking quit bullshitting. Man, it's an honor to be joined in the studio for our third episode of 2020 by this dude, a legend of Brisbane graffiti, a man who's been documenting the 
culture. He is busy preparing the uh, first the first ever documentation of uh, graffiti in Brisbane, or maybe you know, in the broader sense, hip hop culture in Brisbane, um, where it began. It's coming out later this year. It's a book. This man's been around since the early '80s. He's been doing his thing. He's a legend. We're going to get to all this shit. I am super fucking excited to have Brat of War Crew in the place. Brat, how are you, bro? Thank you, Jake. I'm really well, mate. I'm we got there well. in the end, bro. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah, we for did. those for those tuning in, it took a fucking few goes to get through those uh, <laughs> get through that intro. But dude, it is a fucking honour to have you here, man. And um, you know, we uh, we obviously know one another. We're aware of one another, but you know, we don't know one another that well. And um, mm-hmm. I reached out to you to get you on here, man, because I know you're a, well, you're, you know, all the conversations we've had have always been fucking great. And your knowledge or the breadth of knowledge on graffiti in Brisbane, you know, from its inception, from its earliest fucking days. Like, man, you schooled me. I remember one day in a fucking uh, a beer garden somewhere at a gig or something oh, like that. Oh, hip hop Yeah, 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 yeah. We were just talking that shit and I was just standing there going, holy fuck. Like, you know, you were breaking it all down. But, dude, you are, like, before we get there, man, because we're going to go through all that and you're working on the book, you're working on a book that is uh, essentially going to be Brisbane's king's way in many regards. You know? Yeah, well, I guess you could say that. We're trying to make it our own own version, but King's Way was definitely uh, a precedent in the whole thing. And, yeah. And so I was I came back and was living with uh, Diz and Priesty at the time yep. and uh, Priesty gave me a copy and I'd never heard of it because I'd sort of gone gone away into my own self for a while and mm. came back and, and I said, what's this? And he showed me and we were sitting around and I thought, wow, you know, and mm. uh, after a few weeks... <laughs> I started trying to put a few little things together. I'd never done anything on a computer. <laughs> yeah. And the idea flew from there. And yeah. then I had to then I had to learn things. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. taken a while. <laughs> Dude, we're go- we're gonna get into this book, man, because I'm fucking super excited to hear about this book. And I'm super right. excited that it is not far away. It's collated, it is yes. four hundred pages. Yes. You know, you're waiting on a couple of four-word or a four-word and you know, a few other things. But dude, you are um you are still active from what I'm led to believe, bro. There are certainly times when <laughs> the instincts take over. <laughs> you recently and, went out on a panel in thongs with a fucking largey in your hand, dude. Now, for those listening, yeah. Brad, he's a legendary dude. This is a dude that's been around since the early 80s, since, you know, as already stated, since graffiti's inception. You are, what? like, if you don't mind me putting it out there. Uh, I'm, nearly, I'm nearly 48. So nearly 48, <laughs> man. This motherfucker turns up to a panel with yeah. in thongs with a fucking largey. How'd you go, bro? <laughs> I, uh, I think we got it done. You got it done? <laughs> um, and I think, it, and I, but I, I, th- I think I put a few of the outlines in the wrong spot because yeah, it was yeah. the first time I was drunk and I, I hadn't gone out for a long time. <laughs> and the inst- it was pissing down with rain, and you know I'm in a pair of thongs, and old mate, friend of mine, <laughs> he's dragged me down there, and I'm glad he did because uh, I had a ball, I had an absolute ball. But I'm, they're all laughing at me because I'm standing there in a pair of thongs, the largey <laughs> in my hand. And no idea, and I literally thought that was just how it was going to roll. Dude, and had a fucking four-minute layup and in fucking laughing. thongs with a largey. Yeah. Just roll up. I, I think this, one, this is one of those, yeah, so anyway, we did pull it off, but and I think it actually ran. What was it, yards or where did you it, No, it was one of those. Uh, layup. Yeah, yeah, no, like it hit the light. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and that was, it's even, that was new to me. Yeah, yeah. I, how I long remember, did you have? Oh, Jesus, um. <laughs> By the time you got there, fucking yeah, 20, 30. Yeah. Someone was banging on the window, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I was just sort of in my own little world there because it took me back. Like It was like, you know, time travel. Yeah. And you suddenly 
15 again. And oh, it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was ecstatic, but, you know. Yeah. And uh, my only thing was being a bit of a perfectionist, not not used to anything like that, um, you know, and having <laughs> and then having it run, I was like, ah, that line should have been yeah, here. You know, but, uh, but at the end of the day, mate, the whole thing, just having fun and doing something like that again was fun, you know. Dude, I believe it. It was it was both a spin out for me. Yeah. Because in the first uh, early days, I didn't think at my age I'd do something like that. I was I had this idea that I'd be I don't know, dad, someone. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and I don't know, mow lawns and and go <laughs> work and that and on Saturday, that's that sort of thing, you know. And, yeah, exactly. And I suppose you could still do both of them, but no, it was it was mainly all kids. Yeah. Well, actually, not mainly. It was all kids in the, at the beginning. Yeah. So well, you nobody were all thought kids. of that. I mean, you everyone. Sp- you were the guys. I mean, I suppose look, I, you were telling us that story off air, and that's why I was sort of like, "Fuck, man, I'd like to kick things off with off with that." For the sheer fact, it kind of shows the maybe in some which way the parallel between what graffiti is today versus what graffiti, even train writing, mm. was back. Then back in the eighties, man. Like, mm. did you rock up there with that kind of just fucking chill attitude? Like, man, you know, we can fucking get in here. Like, I remember years ago hearing the stories from Malice. Like, you know, you could go do fucking Park Road, or you could go do places like man. You take a carton, you take a boombox, you could fucking party in there. Like, painting a panel in eighty six. Nowadays, it's a fucking you know, like you said, stomp the yeah, light, or fucking yeah. run up. You got three minutes, bam, in and out. There was a, there was a bit of both. Like, uh, it depended on where the which yard you'd go to back in the yep, day. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you know. Uh, like where I lived, you had Petrie, and we went in there. We were, we'd watched Beat Street, so mm. I think we, you know, it was sometime after that, we went in there with this. We didn't know it was even called a panel, mm. you know, yeah. and um, tried to do something. And I think we did, <laughs> did a little outline. And we and these dogs would go off, and we shit ourselves and took off and yeah. went and vandalised to high school. You know? <laughs> so it was, <laughs> it was, um, it still worked out well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you yeah. know, um, not for the high school. Not for, no, no, it didn't. There was a twenty dollar reward for that too. There was no twenty shit. bucks going around no for, shit. to dob someone to dob me in. Fuck. But <laughs> no one did. But, so there you go. Um, it was. It would just depend. Um, you just take your chances. But Petrie was one of those places where everyone who seemed to come there. Sometimes you could pull something off there. Yeah. Um, but it was like throwing dice. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. But other yards were different. And uh, then they finally – see, Beanley wasn't even built. They used to do them at Kingston. So Fuck, I never Bean, went – Beanley hadn't even been built at that stage. No, no, no. no I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Nothing there. I don't ever remember it being there. I remember just the Rattlers used – see, when we started uh, as well, uh, electric trains stopped at Petrie. They didn't go any further. Yeah, right. So it, the Rattlers were just still running from Caboolture f- past Petrie. Yeah, and yeah. They were running everywhere. I thought the Beanley line was the original train line through Brisbane City. Ah, uh, no. I think it was Ipswich. Oh, fuck, really? I think okay. it was Dara to, Dara to somewhere. I could be wrong. I'm, 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 that's actually something I'm not as familiar with as, as I perhaps should be. Yeah. Um, is what was the first train line in Brisbane. Yeah. And I know there used to be one that went around the mountains past Fernie Grove out near Sanford. Uh, right. And there was a train crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then they stopped it at Fernie Grove. Yeah. Um, but... Beyond that, my history is a little thin on the first one. I have read it, but I haven't committed it to memory. It's mostly yeah. graffiti. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dude, let's fucking begin there, man. Your earliest memories of graffiti, where you first started seeing it, like what fucking, you know, what kind of 
Well, dude, what did you see? What did you see that this fucking really, sparked your, you know, this your is passion? This really interesting because um, it's almost like I've just happened to be in the right place at the right time or thought the right thoughts at the, at the same moment a, a few times in my life. And even before, see, before, in 1984 stands out to me as being when hip-hop came to Australia or yeah. at least where I grew up. Yeah. And so what were we talking about? Oh, where fucking, where you first saw this shit. Oh, yeah. So I, I first saw it watching uh, music shows on Saturday morning. Yeah. And before hip-hop, there was this, I actually remember this, and this is strange that I do, but I was under the house, it must have been 1980 or 81, and there's a song called Jesse's Girl. Yeah, of course. Yeah, by yeah. Rick Springfield. Yeah, yeah. And at the beginning. I the, wish I had Jesse's Girl. That's the one. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know the song. I loved it. I loved yeah. the song. And anyway, it came on at the beginning of the film clip, a guy spray paints Jesse's Girl across oh, the wall. Yeah, basically yeah. tags it. Yeah. And I'd never seen in that. It, I thought it was, to me it was like magic. I don't know how old I was, maybe. Uh, what was it? Maybe I was nine or ten. Yeah. And um, I remember saying to me, old man, I said, how did that bloke do that? Because I thought it was like a paintbrush. And, and my dad said, oh, was, he explained what spray paint was mm. and graffiti. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he had a clue what was coming when he said that. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It stood out. And so I remember going and trying to copy it Yeah. in the – Toilets at school when I was a little kid, writing yeah. like who I loved, Rebecca and all this over the wall. Yeah. And, and my, that was my first bust. And uh, so anyway, <laughs> I had actually done a little bit of that sort of thing, but you know, it wasn't something you'd consider seriously, but I always had my eye on it. Yeah. And I remember you, I, d dude, I don't mean to interrupt, but I remember you telling me, oh, you know, when we had one of those conversations we've had in the past, you were telling me that um, – like the uh, some of the earliest graffiti in Brisbane was obviously political graffiti, but also yeah. it was in it was uh, it was largely related to the punk rock scene at the time. Punks definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the stuff I remember seeing. Was, was that late seventies, early eighties, or early seventies? Um, really, fun. late seventies. Um, yeah. You know, there was God Save the Queen, and yeah. uh, they'd write you know things like that. Yeah. It's uh, inspired by Sex Pistols bands. Yeah, lots of band names. Yeah, uh, things like that, and occasionally, <laughs> I don't know, someone with some artistic ability would go out and just do some. Mm. It would be graffiti. Yeah, but not in that sense that we're thinking of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a photographer named Rennie Ellis uh, who took photos of all of this stuff in the seventies and the early eighties. And uh, when I came across his books, I was amazed mm. at some of the things that people were doing. I remember it because it was all scrawl, but he. He caught that moment when it changed from that into hip hop. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you can see the difference. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where it just fucking takes off from that. Yeah, point. you know that art, that that creativity, the that artistic flair comes in. You know, where dudes yeah. start fucking putting an outline around that fucking letter <clears throat> or some that's shit fine. like that. You know, well, dude, that fucking that early inception for you, man, like. Where does where does that go? Like because dude, your history is so fucking rich with this shit. Yeah. Like you're collating a book of this shit. Like once again, four hundred fucking pages where it began. The history of Brisbane graffiti. Now we're gonna get more into the book, but I want to establish. You know, I, I I more want to establish where you sort of begin. With, yes. Okay. With it all. Or you know, beyond fucking you know beyond seeing those Jesse's videos girl. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously after that. It I was on the train one day. This was the 1983 mm. and 
something was different. There was some guys that had done it, Bob Marley, out here at uh, Sunnybank Football Club. Wow. And I, to this day, no one's been able to really tell me who did that. Yeah. I think it was just some – they were, must have been into uh, reggae. Yeah. It's basically a reggae album. Yeah. And that was a, I remember looking at that going, wow, that's different. And then the next year, uh, I remember someone came to school with Uprock. Yeah, right. And they really? had um, – and they were breakdancing and I was like, what's this? And I just loved it. And yeah. it was literally, I think, from that moment. Yeah. And and then everything that would come on the television after that, I would notice. Yeah, yeah. So I can't, oh, I can't remember. There wasn't very many. It, yeah. it probably, there was a breakdancing show that would come on in the afternoon and there was occasionally uh, <clears throat> some little segment on a, oh, a show called Beatbox. Okay. Um, that was that was where it started, really, for me. Um, I was sort of into that whole hip hop thing and that a little bit and playing around. Uh, done, done. Had a few little tags for my breaking mm. name and all mm. that sort of thing, but didn't know much or take it too seriously. And then I saw Beatbox on a Saturday morning, which turned into rage, I think. Yeah. And they had guys from Sydney doing these illegal. It was uh, Vlad. Yeah. And Digit's Dance Crew. Okay. Um. In 1985, doing all these pieces, and I—that was the first time I'd seen with my own eyes uh, Australian guys mm. together as a team, as a crew, painting. Yeah, and it blew my mind, and that was it. Yeah, and I was gone. I was—I think I was out that weekend, and we did um, uh, "Hip Hop Don't Stop" under the the tracks down there at Kalanga. Yeah, and I think it was the first. It was the first piece on the Caboolture line. Wow. Yeah. So you're responsible for the first piece on the Caboolture line. Yes. Partly responsible. Yes, yes. Fuck, okay. There was me and a guy that ended up writing Besk and another, just another guy, just uh, Bevan, that wrote – he didn't write anything. He was just – that was Terry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he just came along for fun. Yeah, old fucking Tez. <laughs> old, old Terry, mate. <laughs> old yeah, Terry. I, I haven't heard of, I haven't Actually, there was a Tez on the B and Lee line, wasn't there? So, there yeah. was a Tez. There was a great man called <laughs> yeah, Tez there. exactly. <laughs> and so we went and did that and it was bubble letters, but it was, it was a piece. Yeah. You know, and so that – on the Caboolture line, that was the first piece. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there Fucking wasn't too much else. There was only... Is there a photo of it? No. No. I've asked my mate Besk if he had one and he said he'd go have a look and then I haven't heard from him. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. These are guys from school who just, yeah. Yeah, they, they've just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taking a photo was just not something we nah. even thought of. Nah. Like, uh, And I suppose it was done in the fucking moment, wasn't it? It was just was. like, let's go. Literally, it was mm. just literally like, uh, you know, wanting to do a big jump on a skateboard or you yep. just went out and did it one day. Yeah, yeah. And then you went home and that was that. Imagine how many fucking people you impacted with that piece. That being the first yeah. piece on the Caboolture line, those people taking that train into town that yeah. morning or the mornings, you know, for as long as that fucking wall rode, like for as long as it was there, imagine the fucking people that it, that were impacted by that, man. There's a ton of people that looked out that window in that era and just yeah. went, what the fuck? And it would have only been rattlers that would have went past at that yeah. time. So they had the windows that could go up and down. So they Yeah, did the train even run into town? Where was the fucking yeah, train? Yeah, yeah, ran yeah into town. But it was a, a Caboolture line train, but they didn't have any electrics past Petrie back yeah, then. yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, it, so which means you could you could see the piece. Yeah. Because the train was going a lot slower. Yeah. And, fuck, of course. And you had the, you know, people were just looking out the window or whatever. Yeah. They could yeah. even smoke on the train. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they could see it. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't think of it much at the time except for being a show off because I was a kid. Mm. But reflecting back on those things, I, I thought about it. Bro. You know, um, and oh, I suppose it would have. And I, because I, at first it was to show off to everyone at school. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. uh, 
because there wasn't as many guys on the north side painting as there were eventually when I'd met out on the south side. Okay. Um, they were there in, the, in 1984 in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and there was a big breaking cr- scene across there out near Banyo. Yeah. And there was guys that had done all these pieces. They were the first ones I saw at Toomble. And they were just all guys doing head spins and breaking pieces and and I was on a rattler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was going slow. Yeah. And there was a whole row of them and I'd never seen it in my life. Yeah. And it just – I couldn't – I was going in to see Breakdance. Yeah. At the movies. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was just sort of – you know, I was still very young. I would have only been 13, 12, yeah. 13. And let's establish, like, for younger listeners, man, listening, like, you know, we often talk about it, man. You just, like, we sound – we're a fucking old mouth cunts fucking talking old mouth shit. But, man, this is, like, this is pre-internet, so you don't know what exists on the, even the other side of town. Like, I remember, True. man, growing up in these suburbs out here in Logan City as a fucking kid, man – Fucking the north side of Brisbane was as foreign to me as fucking Japan was to me when I was 13. <laughs> like, seriously, man, we never made it out that side. This was yeah. our fucking – this was our universe out here. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what, like seeing those pieces, when do you first become, you know, sort of aware of other writers doing things? I guess that was at that moment. That, And yeah. that was – but I didn't uh, – it, it was still to me linked in with uh, breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, and it it did, it wasn't until probably so breaking always like that's what I fucking like because we've we've done like forty however many episodes of this podcast and we generally get that sort of similar thing from most people or like mm. most writers of of well, of your era or people that have been involved in hip hop since your era it kind of hits with break dancing and then the graph is creeping in around the same time yeah and you know then there's also Beat Street Subway Art that fucking boom 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 Star Wars whatever you yeah. Know? Yeah, because Beat Street, to anyone who was into graffiti, was as big as Star Wars. Yes. You know? It was yes. Re- literally that big. Yeah, fucking A. And uh, yeah, mind-blowing. Crushed mind- groove. Probably like, more. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess because it was centralised around a graffiti writer. That's Ray, unreal. Ray it was as big as Star Wars. Because it fucking was, man, to yeah. people that were into yeah. that shit. Like, man, I remember, like, Beat Street. It was like, fuck, Beat yeah. Street. Yeah. You know? Can you tell us a story? You were telling us a story off mic, and we'll get back to your history and stuff, but you were saying how everyone got Beat Street, uh, how yeah. it came through from through Sydney and then to Hams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, with the Star Wars thing, there's there – Oh, was it was a, Star Wars, sorry. Yes, like, like there were, oh, Style Wars and Star Wars. But, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But with Style Wars, they had it on uh, TV in New Zealand in oh, 1983. Right. Yes, you were saying, yep. Didn't not in Australia though. Australian TV never I, played it. I don't. Can I just smoke a durian in here, Russ? Is that cool? Sorry, mate. You're right. Uh, and so the guys over there, I think in the Polynesian Islands, had had a, a, a year early, maybe. Yeah. And um, we we had flash dance, and there was a little clip in it with the Rocksteady crew that's break right. dancing. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where that started. Yeah. But there was no graffiti linked in with it until no. um, till Beat Street. Came I remember along. seeing Flash Dance as a midday movie when I was a kid and seeing the Rock City <laughs> yeah. for it. And I'm like, yeah, it was, it was good you out. caught that moment because it yeah. came and went. And, yeah. you know, um, so as it came down from those islands, there's a there was a writer. There's a writer in Sydney that writes Rama or wrote Rama. He's back now, he writes again. Mm. And um, he had a copy and gave it to Hams and. It pretty much was the most pirated video in Brisbane at the time from about – that was around 86 or 7, I think. Yeah. 
I didn't see it until 1987. No shit. Yeah, yeah, I said Beat Street, but yeah, Star Wars, that's what, yeah. So by the time I saw, I'd seen Subway Art and all that around 86. Yeah. And that was when it all kind of became graffiti, graffiti, graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because most people had stopped breakdancing, there was only a handful of guys. Catch, um, he was pretty much the only one I remember. That's it. Maybe Tony T. Mm. And, if, and Scan and those guys on the coast. Yep, yep. Um, In that the, era? Yeah. No shit. And, and, until, and then Bill and Jamie moved up. And then yeah. when they moved up, uh, then they, that's when not didn't take long for B-Boy All-Stars and Hype to happen. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Dude, let's go back to your history. So you're, <clears throat> you know, you've just seen all that shit through Toomble and all that kind of fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. When do you go, okay, fucking boom, I'm going to focus in on this shit and start making it something? Yeah, all right. That would have been, yeah, same year. That was definitely, we had this fucked up uh, shopping centre called Space City in, <laughs> in Kalanga. Space City. <laughs> yeah, because I was living out in Kalanga. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing as any outer suburb, pretty, you know, pretty boring. And um, anyway, it was what you'd call an abando today, I suppose. Yep. And, you know, it was just this abandoned shopping mall and everything was, was vandalised. But uh, I thought, well, what a great place to paint. So from there, I was after that hip-hop don't stop and I got another mate to come out with me and do a cool piece yeah. from Beach Street. And I ended up covering this place with pieces and um, that was pretty much where it started. It made the papers. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a photo of that one. Oh, please do. For the Instagrams, dude. Like, fuck, please. Because we still hadn't realised to take photos. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, but the newspaper did. They went in and took some photos and, um, and the mayor was all pissed off and she pretended she was at a railway station or something. But it was yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I looked at the photo now because I'd forgotten all about it and a friend of mine had it in a newspaper and it just blew my mind because it just looked like – it looks like a little kid's done it. Yeah. Know? And uh, yeah. so we covered that place and um, – And this is the first anyone's – the first – you know, kind of in that level of vandalism. Yeah, that was the that was it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so that part of the north side really took off more with the graffiti. Wow. Um, didn't have too many other writers until you hit sort of Toomble. Yeah, and then there was uh, some guys I ended up meeting, some uh, Jason eighty seven, um, and he was probably the first writer that I'd met who actually used to write Jason eighty six. Anyway, I get a little confused as, as to those two years because that's yeah, yeah. I guess because that's the, that's your big change for me was nineteen eighty six to seven. Yeah, yeah. Probably most mostly nineteen eighty seven because there was a, actually there was a broadcast on Channel Seven of um, there you go. All the boys from out here came out to Mitchelton Skate Rink, mm -hmm. and they were allowed to piece in there. So that was the first time I'd heard of graffiti being legal. And who are the boys from out here? Oh, ha oh Hams. Re just, you know, just for those listening, referring to the south side of town. Sorry, obviously. yeah. Um, the uh, USK, Jaffa, Tez and Hams. And um, yeah. and I think Bribe as well did a few things. In okay, word, of course. Um, so we're talking about, yeah, Jaffa being Jigsaw Jeff, who we've had, we've had on the podcast. Yeah. You know, like he went through a lot of history, particularly through the Southside, El Tandy, Sunnybank, you know, that yeah. era and that that area where he grew up, you know. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. the fact that they were taking these photographs and had this skill level sort of – so when I did – that was when I saw the, on the show, oh, Mitchelton Skate Rink, I thought, oh, I'll go there. Yeah. 
And I ended up running into, not there, I think it was at the Bray Park Wall. I ran into someone who told me about the coffee shop. Wow, yeah. And that's, it had all started to gel from there. But yeah. on this TV broadcast, they were broadcast, they put the pieces that were in the skating rink on the television as well as some track sides that the Madhouse piece at Hams and Frickman mm. and uh, Jaffa did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, We posted that on our uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, well, like, and, and at that time, I guess I was maybe 14 or 15 and it I, it just blew my mind. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, to see all the the level of where they were at. Yeah. I, I, we weren't there, you know, because we were a bit young, just that little bit younger yep. and yep. hadn't seen, and so hadn't seen much. Yep. But once I'd came into the coffee shop, I started to see it all and, yeah, that's when it took me to the next level. Dude, tell us about the coffee shop. Yeah, that was the greatest because uh, – that was a great time in my life because being still being you know 16 15 into maybe being 17 they were the years that I remember just running a mark like yeah. you know properly running a mark yeah and did you meet catching all them yeah at the time yeah yeah, yeah yeah yes I did they were um uh I was there was a guy that the guy that inspired me who used to write price okay and he was from he was from the north side. Uh, but he moved all over the place a bit and he ended up doing, oh, geez, they did a whole bunch of, but with Casino, I think they did about, oh, but there was a bunch of panels they did in 1987. Yeah. yeah. And then he used to bomb carriages uh, and he'd bomb three carriages with, you know, just insides of just price. That's the only uh, tag you'd see. Yeah. And TDF. Yeah. And, um, and I eventually met him. Because mm. I was tagging something in the outside the coffee shop trying to find out where it was and I found something that was just bombed as all fuck yeah. and uh, <laughs> and I figured I was getting close. Yeah. Anyway, so I tagged this thing. <laughs> I'm warm, I'm warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Price jumps out of the bush and goes, oi. <laughs> and uh, goes, we had a bit of a chat and then he took me inside and for all the, the people to meet the first time you go there, I couldn't have met someone better. Yeah. Because he was pretty much – should I say? Well, I would think in my mind, pretty much the first guy I remember that went all city. Wow, mm. price properly TDF. went all city. Yeah, and and he ended up going to jail for it too. So no he was shit. the first guy I remember really doing proper time for it. Jesus. Yeah, and that was Bogger Road too, Same. which wasn't a fun. No, you know, fuck no. He 80s. must have gone hard. He did. He did go hard. Yeah. And, uh, did he impact? Did you know, like, you know, obviously with the book, um, mm. you know, had other writers like you know around Brisbane in that era? Had, were they aware of Price TDF? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I yeah. mean, but, uh, you know, obviously I've got to plead ignorance on this shit. That's yeah, way before no, that's my okay. time. That's you know? fine. Like, I'm yeah. learning, man. You know. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but because Price, see, after he went to jail, I think he he did a while. There was Price, Jason eighty seven, yeah, and Casino all sitting in the same jail. Yeah, fine. and um, and when he came out, he he stopped. And he mm. became a male stripper. Jesus so I Christ. suppose he found that better than <laughs> the other. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And you know that was the last. And I saw him at Central Station one day, and we just had, we had a bit of a chat, and he just sort of, you know, was just wanted to get on with his with a peaceful life. Yeah, I imagine but, a lagging in fucking Bogo Road would be enough to fucking you know. Yeah, I think he was only. 18 when he Jesus went there. Christ. So, yeah, that's yeah. hard time. And because we just didn't have a history in our own city of yeah. people doing that and then coming out and still going or anything like people just sort of made decisions. That's had, exactly it. As teenagers. Yeah. Because everyone was a teenager. And what would he do? You, do you know just offhand what he would have been charged with in that era? Ooh. Willful what? damage. Yeah, okay. Um, it could have been. I got a funny one called Willful Damage in the, in the Night Time. Yeah. 
So it might have been those sort of things, but it was all graffiti charges. Yeah. There might have been a few breaking enters or something. Or yeah, but no, I'm just more like, uh, you know, not to f- not no fucking dry snitching, just more, uh, you know, what, how, you know, how the courts kind of viewed graffiti in the mid '80s or mid to late '80s. You know, yeah. like it would have been a new thing charging someone for graffiti in that era. Yeah. Or I, in that period. They were pretty ignorant at first, I think. Yeah. Um, I just I wondered what they charged him for, so just willful damage and all that. I got caught in, when I was a kid, in 1986 or seven, mm. and I went up before this magistrate in a children's court, so I was I, I didn't really understand what was going on. And all I remember is he, he didn't know, he couldn't figure out what I'd done. Mm. Because he was trying to, he was like, "What? What? It's graffiti? What? What has he done?" And like, he couldn't link between painting a big picture on a on a rail shed mm. um, and graffiti. So mm. I, he didn't really know what to do. Mm. So he just sort of admonished and discharged me, probably because I was a child and yeah, all that too. Yeah. The second time was pretty much the same thing. So I guess it was partly the magistrate, but because these guys went really hard, they were the, they were the first ones to do it. Yeah, to smash the system. Yeah, yeah. I think that maybe impacted who, you know, they were pretty conservative, these old magistrates. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would put people in Bogger Road for nothing. Fuck. You know, like they ended up putting Sinister in there for one tag on a train door. What? Yeah, ROA. Um, Sinister, and he stopped as well. And these were the first guys that were doing the panels. And, For a um, tag? One tag. Yeah, Fuck. On a door. And maybe there was a few around. And he got, yeah, he got some time in Bogger Road for that. He eventually got let out fairly quickly. Yeah. But, um, but initially was he was put in there. Yeah, you know, yeah. for that one. And it made the papers. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the papers were questioning, you know, is this right? Do you, do you send a kid? into Boggaro jail for writing on a train door. Yeah, man. And most people at that time thought, well, no. No. Unless you're one of these You'd por- think most people dickheads. today would still think no, you know? You would you would think so. But <clears throat> it fuck. seems everyone's become a little more pissed off with the world these days. Oh, yeah, chuck them in jail. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, back then- the recreationally, was, the recreationally outraged man. You know, something people like jump that. on a fucking jump. People jump on something. Everyone needs yeah. something to be fucking mad at these days. You know, yeah. And it could easily fucking lead back into graffiti. You know, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no problem. It's it's true because like there could, I reckon there could have been heaps more charges on me. But to mm. be fair, more times than not, coppers or mate at Petrie would. You know, maybe give you a punch in the head or something, mm. but um, and they just send you home. Yeah. Whereas now they will make shit up. Yeah. You know, a thousand times worse. You know, and yeah. uh, so it's it's yeah, it's it's weird. You know, so because back then you'd think, oh, fuck the cops for fucking bashing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and still fuck the cops for bashing cunts, but yeah. Now I look back, I suppose it was better than having to go to court. You yeah. Know? And yeah. um. No, I just because I I wondered, man, like because how the fuck. Like what? What basis of like what? What do they charge someone on in that period when it's still being determined what the charge would be for? You know, just if you know what I'm damage. saying. You know, yeah. Just it, would be, it was like throwing a rock through a window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was um, in that. You know, yeah, at go first, smash a school, go fucking do this. You know, yeah. Yeah. So when I first went in, that was it, that. They just thought, oh yeah, he's wrote, he wrote his name on a wall. A year later. No, they had a different view because a lot of stuff, I guess because Sydney was the closest capital city, 
you know, uh, they you'd, you'd hear things from them and the, the bloody uh, the, the TV would show you bits and pieces of that because a lot of stuff was made down there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they started to get this idea of what graffiti actually was. Yes. <laughs> what was yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, what was I'd, beginning. Yes, it was. It yeah. was. And uh, they used to have these things. All right, in the coffee shop, they had these things called train jams and everybody, well, people would meet at Central Station and pick whatever layup they wanted to go to mm. and go out and just hit all the trains. And so the next day they'd be, they'd have to run them. Yeah. And uh, that was sort of, sort of how I saw my first pa- lots of panels. And uh, once that had been happening for a while, uh, it didn't take them too long in conservative old J.B. occupation exactly. days. Yeah, man, that's what I was, dude, I was actually about to ask you. Was these, you know, this is yeah, the Sir Joe days, you know? Yeah, and, and he he was a dick. Very and, conservative Brisbane, yeah. a police force like fucking Nazis. Pig City. You know, Pig City. Yeah. Pig City. Pig City was definitely yeah. it, man. Yeah. And, uh the attitude, I just remember being really different. Like, you know, when, when the first hip-hop artists first came over here, my memory, would the biggest one was Ice-T. Mm, what, 89, 88? 89. Yeah. And I had to go to Sydney to see him because yeah. he wouldn't come to Brisbane. So. Yeah. No, yeah, that, but dude, there's still that stigma attached to artists, you know, like there's still that thing where artists don't come to Brisbane, you know. Yeah. That was a legitimate thing, you know, back in. Was. You know, from 1999 prior, you know. So when they had the big day out and all these other things, they were great yeah. because then. That'll all that shit stopped. Yeah, the festivals opened opened yeah. music up yeah. to Brisbane. So acts you know, that you usually have to go down south and see would mm. come up here. So that's also happened a bit with graffiti opening up, I suppose. Yeah, um, people people now go to well, the different cities and world all over the world to, wow, to get up. If it's, you want to be a king, yeah, you got to travel the world, and it's, it's amazing. All, it's all on your phone now, too, man. Like you know, it's, know. it's a I'd, fucking different world. I'd have to be like some sort of a tech savvy guy to do that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard enough. For well, me. bro, you're on Instagram. People can follow you at, True. at True. Bratsky. Uh, Bratsky Walker, ba- yeah, Bratsky Walker, yeah. and I would I would um, recommend people to follow you because fuck your page is incredible, man. Some amazing history. Um, back to the coffee shop, dude, because you know, mm. we, dude, we fucking always digress through this shit. But Brisbane's coffee shop, we had catch um, on our fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth, sixth, sixth episode, and um, catch went into the coffee shop years for us. Like he broke it down, like um, yeah. you know, the um, it was Ma and Pa or something like that from memory. Yeah, you know, like. When did you enter the coffee? Like at what stage? Uh, not long after it started because did he mention about, I think uh, the breakers used to break in the mall and King George Square and mm. eventually they got kicked out of the mall. Yeah. And the coffee shop was the next place. Yeah. So when that started, I think maybe around 86. Yeah. And, and they were, everyone was welcomed in. Yes, yeah. it was, you know. Yeah. And that's why, oh, I don't know if you saw it, but on my Instagram page I ended up, I walked past there not long ago and took a photo and interestingly enough, it's a coffee shop. It's a coffee shop again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Where's it located? Just for people listening, uh, is, I think it's Turbot Street. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Up uh, next Rome. to next to the Anglican Church. Yeah. There's a big main one across from King George Square. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in, this this really spun me out when I was re- I was reading one of these old New York stories mm. uh, from Phase Two, who recently passed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, rest in peace, Phase Two. Yeah, rest in peace. And the early place that these writers would gather in New York was called the coffee shop. Mm. And we had no idea. Mm. It was just a coffee shop. So yeah. um, not that – and there wasn't many of those in Brisbane at the time, mm. you know, that, like there is these days. So um, 
So when I did go in there, yeah, there was there was your price casino ROA. There was uh, <laughs> I remember Hams because Hams had all the mad clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had TDF on his hat and all that sort yeah. of thing. And so if Hams went out and put TDF on his hat, the next week everyone else would have a hat with their crew on it or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it was really like that. And that's when guys like uh, there was a there was a um, what do you call it? Like the first hip hop night, Def Jam. Ah, Jeff exactly. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yep. And so, uh, once again, for people listening, uh, go back to that episode, Jigsaw Jeff's episode. A lot he discusses that first hip hop jam and all that sort of the Def Jam and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember going that night and yeah. being the guy out from the, the Cabo line. I just knew a few guys and there were writers there from Sydney and Melbourne, and that's and I ended up meeting uh, Geno. And these guys and mate, the, the next day Brisbane was just destroyed. You know? Really? Yeah. Geno and bluff tags all through yeah. the city. Yeah. And pieces and um and so that sort of took me to the next level because they they came up when they bombed, they do a whole. You know, you could ride the line. They might bomb every station on the line. Yeah. And we were like, how the fuck you know, are you doing that? Oh, I went out and stole a car. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stealing cars and, oh, that's how you did every single station on the fucking line yeah. one night. So <laughs> that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. And then I started learning and then I thought, oh, I've got to go down to Sydney. So I went down there and then that took me to the next level and of all the people I ran into down there, because I was to be friends was with Casino. Yep. And, uh, you know, he sort of welcomed me in. The coffee shop in those days, and and down in Sydney, I ran into him and stayed down there and got introduced to this Sydney scene of all, you know, because there was a writer's bench down there. I think it was Chatswood Station, and he was from Sydney originally, wasn't he? I think so. Mm. I think his grandmother lived down there early on, or something like that. He's got a foot in both towns somehow. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. sure about it. Yeah, but I've um, got to get him on this show at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely got. That's he's definitely got a bit of extra uh, history there because with the Ipswich line, mm. that was all those guys, and he was influenced by Sinister, and, yeah, and and those guys as well, and he was partners with Price. Okay, okay, so that was those two. Yeah, and right. They definitely, definitely had a huge impact. Huge impact. Huge. Huge impact. You also mentioned Hams, like you know, we. Um, when did you become aware of Hams and what he was doing down yeah, on the south side? Yeah, well, that would have been after us. I didn't know it because even though his tag is hams, mm. he didn't do very many hams pieces. That's true. Um, and so when I, I was – and in those days, to be fair, it was kind of normal for mm. people to just do any word. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, – Or statement or, you yeah. know, like, yeah. And because all the tags weren't taken up yet, yeah, you, you, you could. And hams being the man he is with the, you know, the, the style and the letters mm. – did that and tried all the different letters and, and I don't think he's ever done a shit piece. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. all yeah, good. Right. So I'd love to see his first ever piece. Like Oh, well, I think you might. Oh, I think it oh, might be in there. Listen it, to that. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a Even little fucking good. there's a little something. There's a little something. We might see the first <laughs> ever hands piece. Fuck. Yeah. Even you might even see his bedroom door. Yeah. Uh, covered in all the tags. <laughs> and um well, when I the first time was when they did Mitchelton Skate Rink and Madhouse. Yeah. And as I said, it just blew my mind. Yeah. And, and then when I went to the coffee shop to talk to these guys and, and get a little bit, bit more information, I found out more. And Hams was more uh, – he was – I thought he was shy, but maybe it was more he was just laid back. and Quiet and cerebral. 
Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I how I sort of view hams. Yeah, quiet yeah. and cerebral. Um, but always, you just sort of sit in the same spot. Mm. People come up to him. Sort of yeah. Low tolerance for bullshit too. Like, okay, yeah, and you know that's a, you know obviously I'm a lot younger. I'm a lot younger than hams, but you know all anything you know like he was a man of few words, but yeah. his burner spoke for himself. And know? yeah, exactly. And what he did and what he said, you know, like you know I I was I met hams through Rocking Horse. You know, oh, yes, going a rocking yes. horse, and then all of a sudden, when you kind of strike that friendship with him, and then when he starts putting those records away, like man, so many records in my collection are because Hams recommended them to me. Yeah, well, and it's a fucking dope thing because now I kind of go into my collection, like I, I, I'm still a fan of blogs and all that kind of thing. I go to a blog and I'll see something, and I'd be like, "Fucking Hams told me about that record, and I've got it in there, man." I'm like, "Fuck, I've still got that record." Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like Hams's word was gospel, even you know, by the late '90s, early 2000s. Well, it was like the scene over here, wasn't yeah. it? If he said something, yeah. it was pretty. You'd listen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he had a he had these photo albums of New York trains, and when I went into the coffee shops, and that blew my mind again. I was just constantly having my mind blown. Where and, the fuck do you get photos in that? Uh, the know. connections with Sydney again. The yeah. uh, I think it was Joker went to New York in '87. Yeah. And just took, yeah, he'd taken all these photos, and so when he came back, yeah, Hams had. I guess the doubles or something, and yeah. I and so they they got passed around the coffee shop all night. You know? And I know Mr. Ben; he'd been to New York in oh, did he towards the late eighties? Yeah, Ben Osborne. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go, because his pieces were pretty good too. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's, we've got a, a dedication to him in the book. Yeah, yeah. How much so, of this stuff is in the book? Is a lot of this as much as I could put in without it turning boring? I suppose um, it. It, um, you know what, man? This shit could never bore me. Eh? Oh yeah, like yeah. seriously, like like man, this you know, cunts might turn this podcast off by now, but for me, man, like it could. This this is fucking history, dude. This needs to be documented. You I know? Th- yeah, and I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. Exactly, you man. know, and uh, and I guess that was part of the reason I did it when I came back to Brisbane and uh, and Priestie did show me King's Way. I thought, well, and I'd been taught, and I said I talked to writers and. Not many of them had n- knew much about before the whole sort of uh, 90s scene. Yeah. and Because um, it exploded thanks to Hype Mag and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, and, and THC coming yeah. out and all that and it just bang. And mm. that was that was a whole whole new thing. And um, But even guys hardly had heard of that. And yeah. so was, I sort of thought, well, I can't blame them. Yeah. Where do they go? The impact of THC in this city though, like – yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I mean, we'll get there. Let, let's get to your. Let's get through your history, man. So you know, we're at the coffee shop at this stage. Yeah. Have you? Have you? Uh, are you writing Brat yet? No, no. Back in those days, I used to write Kid Star. Okay. Kid Star. Kid Star. Yeah. yeah like because yeah. that's what I thought I was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no doubt. <laughs> and I, I guess I was in my own little way, and um, yep. and that sort of shortened to Kid Star, as I sort of when I came into the coffee shop and yeah, yep. got a little more maturity. And um, then eventually I tagged Dare because I kept changing him because I'd get busted. Yeah. For something, <laughs> and then I'd change it again. And I guess I don't know whether I had to or not, but that was the mentality. Yeah. And um, so eventually, I, I, I the brat came along from that came down from Nice. You know, oh, really? Uh, Kiwi. Yeah, Kiwi. And, uh, I don't know him personally, but yeah, he's I'm, a great guy. He's actually he's someone who does. He's one of the originals, enough. isn't he? Yeah, I definitely think he's oh, he's definitely an original. Mm. He mm. would have done the first pieces in the city. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff and he did a rock star piece there at uh, Vulture Street. And yeah. So him and him and uh, Catch 
Yeah. And I think that's how they met Hams. And they were Hams and those guys were piecing the Altandy Wall. Yeah, and for those listening, we're talking about nicer ACR, who was, you know, referred to as Kiwi. I don't know him, like yeah. I said, I don't know him on a personal level, but I know of him as being one of those dudes, you know, and one of the originals. Definitely uh, underrated and undermentioned yeah, as, a, as a king. Certainly. Because uh, he did everything, you know. He did, yeah. He did dead trains. He did live trains. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was there the night they did the first panels. Um, he he was he was bombing everything. Mm. He had good style. Yeah, you know, and um, and continued well into the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Even you know, he was right into his skating. Yeah. So he sort of did that thing. And anyway, we were sitting there one night, and I was thinking, I've got to come out with another tag, and and he swung me that from a skateboard magazine. Wow. Yeah. So it went from there, and that was 1989. 89. Yeah. Is that also the form? Is the Where's the formation of um, War Crew? That was. Oh, well, that's a very interesting story. Um, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll grab you one. Otherwise, that's going to sit there and go warm. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have that. Can't have that. <laughs> um, what was I talking about now? The formation of War Crew. Uh, of War Crew. War Crew. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. There's also there's all these little connections. Um, because of the coffee shop, that's where I met Jury. Okay. And that was in, in again, about, about 87. He was another guy who was, it was a bit of a show off, I suppose. Mm. So, um, his, you know, rat, his, uh, JL, the Red Rattler in 88. Yes. Like, JL. That's a classic, you know. Is yeah. it JL? Sorry. Yeah. JL. Yeah, oh, JL, JL. Yeah. Um, so like all of us, we went through all these different tags. And he's, he'd settled on jury at some point. But, and we were friends, but we weren't riding in the same cruise or anything like that. And I'll add a lot had to do with me being way out there on the north side. Certainly. And most riders were either from this side of town or Ipswich Line or whatever. There's only a few yeah. of us. Yeah. And so, but anyway, I was still good mates with with jury. And um, it, it actually came out when it was to do with forming THC because mm. I'd sort of – by 1991, sort of the end of 91, um, you know, just, I don't know, I guess I had an idea of what I wanted to do and I was between this, there was, these guys were smashing the shit out of everything and the yeah. other guys were working on their letters. And and so anyway, I was hanging out with Joe. I needed somewhere to live and I ended up living with him, with Jury. And um, we just had this idea of starting a crew and Terence, jealous, used to come around mm. and he was uh, just finishing high school at the time. Phenomenal, and we said, "Oh, we got ideas for you." And, yeah. and so he's like, "Oh, yeah," and and that's pretty much how it happened. I remember we were walking down the road. I think we were going to the snack bar, and Joe said, "I've always had this idea, this word war, like you know, for a crew. Mm. What do you reckon?" And we were like, "Yeah, I like it. Mm. What can it stand for?" And that's when we come up with "We always rock." We always rock, and that's pretty much what it all was. It just yeah. sort of stayed that, and so we'd get together and just spend days, you know, just sketching and outlining and just working on letters and going through magazines and just, you know, having these really fun days, just being yeah. stoned and just working out how to just get the best letters you could. Yeah. You know, and... Um, I remember you guys had an amazing spread in Hype Mag. It was like fucking just link up, link up, link up. Like I think you might have... No, I don't think it was the middle pages, but War Crew got like brat, jury, jealous and fuck, man, like, use guys, yeah. colour yeah. schemes, like, just everything, yeah. style. You know, I mean, Jealous, Jealous' style early on, you know, like, did he, 
I mean, obviously that, obviously he had that style early on, but where does that fucking develop? Jealous Mate, that guy. was a phenomenal writer. Phenomenal yeah, yeah. In Brisbane, man. Like, and then he's, just nothing, you know, like yeah. years of jealous and then all of a sudden nothing. Yeah, he was kind of the first one to come along, I guess, after the sort of early Southside guys and just go kabang. Yeah, and, just um, so funky, so dope. Yeah, and it, he was he was great to hang out with because he he had this crazy imagination, you know, that was obsessed with aliens and mm. other planets, and um, and he could sit there and you'd drop acid or something, and he'd sit there and draw it all. <laughs> and, and he was he was basically he could do cartoons really easy. Yeah. He just had it, you know. Yeah. And I, I've seen him. We'd go up, and he, it'd be like he wouldn't even try. Mm. And he was he just. Pop something really dope, and you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, bust!" You know, yeah, just freestyle it out. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be, I'd be all trying to get it perfect and taking my time. Mm. And uh, I get it's just the way different people do their thing. That's it, eh? You know, That's and it. we're still, we look, we still talk. He writes books now. Believe it or not, science fiction. Really? Yeah. 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 He's a science fiction writer. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. bugged because and I've I've even like with mates at points in time gone fucking jealous man whatever happened and I remember I was at TAFE at Morningside I think in the late nineties like me and Overproof Pete and I think we met this dude there and he told us that jealous lived in the area he okay. lived, apparently like late nineties lived around Morningside yeah somewhere yeah near Morningside the he did live there yeah. whatever I don't know but yeah I remember this dude telling us it was like jealous like fuck I haven't yeah. seen nothing but jealous in fucking how long you know yeah and that was you know yeah that would have been ninety eight yeah. Yeah, he well he yeah he just he was always creative and had this sort of kind of entrepreneurial streak, so that's part of that was what uh, he went out and he would get just big walls and mm. I, I'd never really done that, mm. and so um, for me it was unique, you know it yeah. was to go out and have all this time to sort of paint and do this it was great it was good for me yeah yeah and um, it's because of the paint was crap and all that back then you know yeah, um, yeah. it was just it was different. But the shit you did with that paint, <laughs> like seriously, yes. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You look now and you think, "Geez, how, how to do that?" Man, you fucking <laughs> killed it, killed it with the paint in that era. Yeah, you know, um, well, I loved the chisel nozzles for bombing. You know? yeah, 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 they're great. You know, yeah. So, dude, you were just telling us off mic, man, like about, you know, we'll wrap up the, well, you know, we're going to continue talking about the war cruise stuff throughout this, but mm. you were just telling us um, like some of the earliest writers on the north side were some Murray boys. Yeah, uh, it's it's not well known, but some of the, and, and all parts of town, mm. um, including the Ipswich line and, uh, and the inner sea, because the first tagger that, you, that got up was a guy called Youngie. Okay. And uh, they, they were all the, all these Murray guys, and they they had it very early on. Yeah, you know, um, but also sort of left it pretty early. Once it, once it became a bit more commercial, they were gone. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. those particular guys. Um, but did they, they did they approach it like, or do you know? Did they approach from the standpoint of like an early writer, or was it more just an expression? Were they what were they writing? T very influenced by the New York scene. Yeah. Um, and there was the guy that I'd met, Jason87, He that's pretty much what he wrote. But that was also at the time when people were doing it, different words every time yeah. they did a piece. So it's, yeah, yeah it's kind of mixed in together. Yeah. And they had, uh, just before the skate power at Mitchelton thing, the newspapers, follow them around and they would just, yeah, follow us around and they got photos of them doing illegal stuff on the tracks during the day. and. Sure. And all this sort of stuff, and um, and the fact that they took the papers out there and let them—they just didn't give a shit, yeah, you know—and bombed everything. 
and prop proper um, just sort of shows you the different attitudes, you know. Yeah. Um, and there was all of those different people and attitudes came together in the coffee shop and I think, in my view, it was probably the first time in Brisbane. Yeah. You yeah. know, that all, all, all of the cultures mixed and, and, you know, there was that, there was a bit of harmony. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for loss of a better term, it would, you know, and it was only sort of rednecks that we'd come up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone it, else it, was pretty cross cultures. Like, you know, it was That's colorblind it. and, you know. Yeah, very much. Yeah. You didn't even think anything like that. Mm. It's, it's only now reflecting. Mm. I see these things, you know, mm. and I didn't notice back then. Mm. Um, and I think that's the greatest thing about the whole – that what that hip-hop has done. It's one yeah, of the greatest yeah. things it's done for everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's bridged so much. Mm-hmm. Dude, can you tell us about, like, the early impact of Hype Mag? You would have yes. been there when the first issue dropped. Like, I remember the guy selling it in the mall. Really? Yeah. Um, yes, because I remember one day I was in the coffee shop and I seen these two guys. <laughs> you know, they were twins, uh, if you um, – most yeah. people know the Hype brothers. The Hype twins, yep. And um, – Broken boaster. You know, charismatic guys, great yeah. break dancers, you know, uh, into, into graffiti and all this. And because I, I'm not sure why, but um, their mother had a great idea with the hype and they went with it and rush, may she rest in peace. We've got a lot to thank her for, mm. for helping them sort of get it going. Um, and out of that, I didn't talk to them as much back then because I just simply didn't know them as well. Yeah. Younger uh, than you? About the same age. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, we were all 72ers, I think. Yeah. I'm working at getting them on here. I've begun the work. Oh, good yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I, I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. No, like, yeah. no, you'd, 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 oh, it'd be great. Well, know? one of them's down in New South Wales at the moment. That's what I heard because I want to have them both. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've just been trying to help them out with their webpage at the moment. I'll ask them if you want. We'll yeah. See. Well, I had Diz. Diz chased it up and he even called me today and he's like, Yeah, yeah. he's the because he, they stayed Diz. That's it. So. That's it. And that's what I, I knew that. So I was like, Oh, man, I'll fucking holler at Diz and see what he reckons. Probably the best. best. See if it was, you know, see, you know, I, I was just essentially like feeling him out like, Dude, do you reckon these dudes, you reckon I could get the fucking Hype Twins onto the podcast, you know? Yeah, he's probably the best one to talk to about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said they're both keen, but what, uh, I don't know which one is it. Is um, there's bro, uh, Caesar's there's down place. in. Okay, so yeah, season exit. So yeah. I, I sometimes still but one's call in, broken well, well, Apparently, one's in New South Wales somewhere. So either way, but yeah, back to um, back to your story. So, bro. Yeah, um, and uh, my memory is, uh, you know, because I guess we'd hang out in the mall because it had a McDonald's, and cool. so the big thing was to. Before drinking, it wasn't as much. You know, drinking was there, but I was just into graffiti and McDonald's. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> graffiti and McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> so, so we're going down there, and uh, there's uh, Bill and Jamie in the mall selling the magazines. Wow. And uh, my memories they were five dollars. Whether that's actually the it was, price it was our three ninety five. Three ninety five. Well, there you go. From my memory, <laughs> it was yeah. um, three ninety five. So there you go. And yeah, I just remember. Got heaps of us from the coffee shop buying it, mm. and uh, look, I can't remember who else did, but uh, they was they were walking around the streets of Brisbane, uh, sort of selling it like a newspaper, yeah, and yeah. they would they were selling it to anyone, yeah, and uh, you know anybody who would buy it. And before that was before it was in the news agents, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can't remember when oh, that might have might have been a few years before the news agents. I think so, early nineties. And yes, and that was another sort of step, sort of sort of like every two years, it sort of stepped up. And that was for me the first, and I guess for everyone, the first time that uh, we connected with Europe yeah. properly and seen European graffiti. 
Yeah. Um, before that, it was still really all New York, New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, or the United States. And then we started to see all the uh, European graffiti, which was had developed itself and writers like Bates and uh, Lumet and those guys. Yeah, those dudes. And uh, for, it was, for me it was strange because I was so used to a certain style and yeah. it had to – I was almost a bit sort of uh, locked in in one way, a bit closed-minded maybe, and um, it you, opened my mind. At that point, were you solely influenced by New York graffiti and what you were seeing yes. personally, like in yes. the city? Yeah, yep. completely New York, nowhere, yeah. nowhere else. And uh, oh, except for the Australian cities that yes. I've mentioned, and uh, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And uh, what do you think when you first saw spray can art and the Australia pages? Sorry, I, yeah, spray can art. Yeah, it did have some different stuff. I, yeah. Um, so well, there you go. That's, yeah. I liked it, but it obviously doesn't stand out in my memory like yeah, subway yeah. art. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, it blew my mind again. Spray mm. can art was good uh, because that did show those European Fab guys four. and everything like that. And, um, yeah, so I guess I did see European graffiti there, but it didn't influence me like uh, mm. like uh, like it did when it came out in hype. Yeah, yeah, Because by that time I'd matured a little and um, I was paying a lot more attention. People were writing to hype, hype's writing back, and, and that was kind of like the internet. Yeah. You know? It Dude, was, that's what numerous people have said on this show, like Frenzy, yeah. a ton of people. It was, you know, that was Instagram, that was the internet before yeah, there was. was the internet, before there was social be, media. You'd be, people would be hanging for the next issue. Yeah. Because it was like looking at someone's photo album or yeah. whatever, or I guess today their Instagram page or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, so instead of being able to immediately get that gratification, it was a build-up. Man. You know, it was like waiting for Christmas or something. Yeah. And then you'd find out all this new information, you know, unless you're, unless you're like jealous or whatever, you'd write to people. Yeah. And get, you know, a few photos here and there. But when hype came, there was a whole bunch of them. Yeah. With letters, outlines uh, and all the rest of it. And the beginning of trying to bring comics in, a, a hip-hop, uh, right. album reviews, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it was all encompassing. Did you did you have vapors in that prior? Had you I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was in black and white. That's it. So um but definitely, yeah, that was uh another one of those things that did influence me as well. Yeah. You know. Um because I, I did when I did go down to Sydney those couple of times, it just sort of uh I think that's where I came across it. Mm. Hard to remember. Yeah. But the um, Blaze put it out. Yeah. So it yeah. Sydney, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And uh, and then when hype came out, cause, and then Bill and Jamie kind of, they're the ones that I got to you got to give them praise for keeping the break dancing alive because I'd never seen anyone that dedicated, yeah. you know, to the to, to, yeah, that was still into it, yeah, um, the whole time, never yeah, yeah. stopped, you know, yeah. and because uh, they were kind of just post the B Boy All Stars, weren't they? Like the B Boy All Stars yeah. did their thing through the late eighties into the, or you know, throughout the eighties into the late eighties, and then. Yeah, I think they uh, formed around, must have been around St. Thomas Height. Yeah. About 89, 90. Oh, no, but they were at Expo. I mean, the B-Boy All-Stars, they were, were they? forming at Expo in 88. Oh, there so you go. So they were already a troop. They were already doing their thing prior to wow. that. Wow. Well, I'd have to go back to the catch episode. I can't remember what he says because obviously, you know, he was involved and all they that have, kind of thing. They had a lot of history. And, yeah. Um, but, and always friendly guys and, and lending people all their stuff. And yeah. they it's mostly gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just from them being so friendly, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I remember going, I guess anyone that ever went there will remember the stories of the garbage bags full of photographs and the from overseas and letters. Yeah. And there was so much stuff. 
I don't know how they could have organised it all. I see. I heard that they had like they. Um, I think it was like Decide or someone that told me. He goes, man, they pulled up one day and they're in Woody, and they opened the car boot and it was filled with fucking photos, like photos <laughs> from right. New York, photos from Europe. Like they had original. Yeah. I think Gav, like Decide, he still has like a Cope Two Polaroid that was actually yeah. sent from Cope Two. Like he just snaked it out the boot. Yeah, like yeah, man, take it. Like there's a boot. Full they would have noticed because they would have yeah. had a million more. Yeah, you know? um, and an actual Polaroid of a Cope Two panel. Amazing yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah like sure a Polaroid, Gav, really. Gav's got it, man. Like, decide. Wow. Mm. I, rem- I, I saw him a while ago at Sheeny's place, who's another old writer. Yeah, yeah. Sheen. Yeah. Uh, I lived with him, and, um, you know, they worked together for a while yeah. there. And I had an old Aussie hip hop record. The first, oh, Sheeny. The first yeah, Aussie yeah. hip hop record that came out from Sydney. Oh. Well, the first one that came out of Sydney, yeah, um, yeah. Case and Mental. Okay. And. I had it. They gave me a bunch of copies when I went down there. Like they gave me about eight of these albums. Mm. They said I hand them out to DJs, and um, I said, "Oh, okay." And I still had one, le- one or two left, and I, I said, "Here you go, Gav. You can have it." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he sort and of blew out, and I didn't realise till Gav later. Gav would still have it too. He'd still have it. I didn't think about it until it was until later. Ooh. I thought, "Oh, because he's going out. He wants some money for it." And I said, "No, so." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and now I look and I think, fuck. Yeah. I was a bit naive. Yeah, you, you could have given away about thirty dollars worth of fucking vinyl there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> could have been good for a tinny or something. Yeah. <laughs> Half a car. Jeez, a carton would have been yeah. Yeah, yeah, straight in. But so there you go, and they were into graffiti as well. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Know. Well, let's we'll get into all that sort of thing. But I want to. Um, you know, once again, off air, you mentioned the Ipswich line and the importance yes. of the Ipswich line and the dudes coming out of it. And, like, yeah. I, I once again, I want to get into what you do do, but you are also a, a historian. You are someone that, once again, is documenting... I've become that, yeah. ...this shit, you know, you've documented graffiti culture in, in the broader sense of it, hip-hop culture in Brisbane, yeah. thanks to, you know, the forthcoming book, man. Get into the importance mm. of the Ipswich line and the crews from there. Okay, well, they're definitely... Uh, or the, the individuals, whoever. Pretty much, you know, I guess you've got to give them props for being just really out there uh, train smashing yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and just destroying the lines. Yeah, um, yeah. It was – it was each line, even though it was Brisbane, because of the size of mm. not so much population but area, you know, as you said, the other side of town was like Japan. It was, man. And it's yeah, yeah. right. Could have been know? anywhere and in fucking China for all I knew. Strange thing was for me – I had a lot of freedom, you know, as mm. a kid that at a young age that you wouldn't get today, you mm. know. At 13, I was running around doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. And uh, it kind of, not long after that, you know, sort of running the streets, doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. And that's and that led me out to the Ipswich line. Yeah. And because so, cause when I went into the coffee shop, they were the guys that were sort of charismatic and talking and yeah. mainly casino. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who didn't write casino back then? Everyone used to call everyone used to call him Dogtown. For Dogtown, skate the, the skateboards. Skateboards, yeah. And uh, and anyway, I don't think he tagged it very much. Yeah, I think he only tagged it a little bit, but mm. the name stuck for some reason. Yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, and you know, so he took me back, and he'd always sit down and he help you with an outline and go do this and paint this, and, you know. Do a train, and he he did help school me up on what graffiti was really about. Mm. Well, there was all sorts of issues after the big sort of uh, graffiti wars, mm. uh, which we can mention or not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go into them in the book? Yeah, gonna, yeah. I want to mention the TAC or City days. 
I don't want to focus on it. No, no, no. But I because they I, were heady times for um, Brisbane. You know, I mean that shit made the papers. You know, a lot of violence, a lot of yeah. whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. And we don't want to rehash beefs or bring them up. But this is just nah. this is merely for, everyone's for, grown up. Everyone's grown up. Everyone moves on, man. But this is merely for nostalgia's sake. It's just simply you know? history. I mean, it's just I mean, history. if you look at New York. Yeah. You, oh, you see Cap you, exactly, and, and seen yeah. together. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and Comet. And all exactly. Either. And it's the same thing. You, yeah. You, back the, we were kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things happen. And graffiti's competitive. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, and uh, anyway, so the, anyway, the, the, the Ipswich line thing with me was because I didn't have much, I guess I have to be a bit open and so I didn't have much support at home. Yeah. There really wasn't a home properly. Yeah. At at, for a certain stage. So, and... Casino helped me out because he was in exactly the same position, mm. except he somehow had this abil- ability to hustle his way through everything. Yeah, hustle his way through school, hustle his way through. <laughs> yeah, get he overseas, was get everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't Start know. Start a business. Like, to this day, I don't know because yeah, it's, not don't stop moving, man. Yeah. it's not my skill. It's not my skill. Like I'm a, I'm just I can talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But uh, you know that was his thing, and so anyway. Uh, I got to to like the guy, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, and then he that we we got together, and he really did help me a lot with that early. If it wasn't for for Casino and Price, mm. yeah, it would be it would have been different. Yeah. So uh, those guys were what really got me on track. Yeah. Whereas sort of with uh, the Southside guys, it was really more the uh, a lot of style. Okay. And the the Ipswich line had its own style, but I think a lot of it developed out of quick track sides and and that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, okay, like there's a uh, but it was, it's kind of good at the same time. There's a, there's a red that I hadn't seen until Casino gave me a photo of it. It's this big, long one they did, and it's a Madonna song. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name. Off the top, why, why can't I remember that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in front of a microphone. That's why. <laughs> a Madonna song? Yeah, and it's this, It's like True Blue or Madonna or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, and it's yeah. like it's funny to see yeah. on a train this, this whole Madonna dedication. Yeah. And uh, Sinister did this, you know, and he he did a he just he ruled that line. Yeah. And those guys sort of were mates with Casino, and they went into Ipswich Yard the first. They were the first ones to go into Ipswich Yard. Yeah. Uh, And the same sort of thing, sort of. You know, should we? Shouldn't we? Should we climb the fence? Should we? Because yeah. you know, how do we do it? How do we get in? Yeah, yeah. there's no precedent. There's no. Yeah. There's nothing. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, should we break the window or not? Yeah. You yeah. know, should we get in there? You yeah. Know? It's the. It was the same thing. And so yeah, they went up, did that, and obviously at some point they decided, oh, maybe we do. We're going to do a proper panel, and it just went from there. And we've got some photos of some really early, some of the earliest graffiti. Photos I've got uh, are on the Ipswich line, mm. and it's it's been really hard to chase some of these guys because because of the that that in those very first guys, most of them started and stopped. Yeah, that's it. Except a couple of us. Yeah, you know, and and very few of them would have documented what they did yeah, when they did it. Yeah, there's there's guys I've I've rung while working on the book, and and asked for photos, and they go, I don't have any. Yeah. And they're literally some of the, the kings. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, like, like Kiwi, for instance. Yeah. You know, yeah. he um, he lived in a like a house a house with his grandma there at Vulture Street, and just didn't have photos. Yeah. And uh, it it's funny when you look at that, and that's that's sort of my memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure this, the same things are going on today. Yeah. 
But um, oh, no. maybe not with the photos. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it because these days everyone has a camera in their pocket and they're yeah. uploading it immediately to whatever social media. Like it's a I different mentality, that. you know. But, you know, like that, every part of life has good and bad. Yes, yeah, certainly. Whether it's the eighties or whether it's the two thousands, it's it's the it's it's just where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and oh, I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> no, but that 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 style on the Ipswich line, that or uh, I mean, I don't know whether you're the person to ask. I'll probably you know um, all things willing that we get Casino on the podcast, but I'll ask him. Mm. But uh, all City crew, I mean, that came yeah. out. That that was a crew in Melbourne. There was a crew in Sydney also, yeah. wasn't there? All City, like all City. That tag, like all City. Where does it originate? Do you know? Yep, it uh, it's came it came out of ROA because our Renegades of Art okay. was the crew. While there was writing on the line, then ROA were the and I would call them the first proper Brisbane crew. Really, ROA, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because all the others were just names that came from other cities. You know, yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah. really originating in Brisbane. Yeah, and I'm gonna ha- I have to say it, it it originated in Brisbane. You know, yeah. and um, I mean, sorry, there were. That's not completely true, but what I meant by that was as in train hitting. That's it, man. Like there were so many of them. Was, yeah. the, the bombing was a lot more back yeah. then. Oh, it's still it's still here today, but it's it's a smaller section that, yeah, yeah. that do it. Yeah. And whilst back then it sort of switched around. Yeah. Um, and they were those tags really absorbed you, you know. Oh, dude, hundred percent. And I wonder the origins of that tag because I've seen that tag in Melbourne. I've seen that tag in Star Sydney. Wars. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, because. Everyone, that was our thing because everyone would quote these lines you mm. know, from Style Wars, whether it was, uh, you know, Nicky, Nicky, you know, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, the doodads and the fucking, Min you know. one going, he was the first Raider to go all city. Oh, was it him? Or someone was saying about the first Raider to go all yeah. city and scheme and the, all city came up a lot in, in, the, in Style Wars. Yeah. And it was the epitome of what a graffiti writer was meant to be. Yeah. That was what a graffiti, uh, it, your goal was to go all city and be the king. Yeah. If you didn't have that goal, don't do graffiti. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, that was kind of the attitude, you know, and they did the guys. That's why I liked those guys, you know. Yeah. Um, they fulfilled it, yeah, in, yeah. In my vision. They were assertive, man. They went out there and they did. made it so they, they did. And yeah. and I and I always, I was always having, I'm like, I don't know if it's been a Libran, but I'm like these scales that have this one foot here and one foot there, <laughs> never make me mind up and going everywhere. So I go to the yeah. Ipswich line, Bean Lee line a bit later. My line, at Fernie Grave line had no one, um, and uh, and then there was the Cleveland line. But the AC, all city came out of Renegades of Art, and Renegades of Art came out of Beach Street, which was yeah. the well Renegades of Funk, really. Yeah. And uh, to this, it's like it's a great name for a crew. Oh, it's amazing. And after Sinister went to jail, that was kind of the end of ROA, mm. and um, being a train, pretty much a train crew. Mm. Um, that's where ACR came from. So the Renegades, all city Renegades. Yeah. There's your memory from Renegades of Art. There you go. Yeah. And if you, uh, hopefully, when you do talk to Casino, um, he'll tell you all about that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll learn more about that then. Yeah, and he's and he'll the early pieces on the Ipswich line, like the Uprock piece by Dom and. Oh wow. Guys that did 984. Yeah. Uprock was on that album on the Uprock album. And that wasn't that fucking piece. The um, there was one on the rooftop. There was that the uprock one. 
was at this, the rooftop and it was there until the early 2000s. It was there oh, since no, the mid-80s. No. This was, I think this was before Tuong Station even had a building over it. This yeah, was right. um, this was in 84. Ah, okay, okay. And yeah, it just was, it was copied, yeah, and copied straight off the, was it Devish Doe's Do's that used to do the pieces? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was straight from that. Dude, off, just off the bat, like just just because it's just triggered my memory. The Furious piece that was at, um, yeah, yeah. Wow. in the valley, that Furious piece in fucking you know as you head in, like you know if you're coming from the south as you head into Vulture into sorry Brunswick Street, yeah, yeah. it was there. Man, that was probably there until fucking maybe two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, surely. like you know into the early two thousands at very least, and it rode from what eighty five eighty six. I think he did it. It was. I'm pretty sure they did that. That would have been with Malice and those guys. I'm pretty sure. And they slept on the tracks. I heard they must have because they didn't do pieces on this side of town. Yeah, yeah. But there was a time when the Roxy nightclub had them doing rooftops. Ah, right. And I wouldn't call them rooftops. Signs for the yeah, Roxy, yeah. and um, they were cool. Like fifty cent drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifty cents. You know. Yeah, fifty. So there'll be some of those photos in the book too. Um, yeah. Have you got photos of all that stuff? Y- yes. Yeah. 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 There's more. But we'll, Dude, obviously we'll you some. can't give too much away, but man, like I anticipate this book like fuck. Like you got no. There's photos that some people have taken with these old cameras, and you just you, they've just snapped something out of the. Tw- there might be a roll of twenty four, and there's a few. You just go, holy shit. Yeah. And then there was other guys that were photographers, and one of their mates was, and they are on the rooftop, and they would do these signs on the Roxy. Yeah. And I'm assuming, I can't say for sure, because just near the Roxy, this Furious piece turned up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I saw him not long ago. Really? At yeah, uh, yeah. Crush and had yeah. a good chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used to come through Crush even when I was working there. And yeah. you know, I don't know if you know this, but you know he did the first panel, don't you? Did he really? The first recorded photograph panel, yeah. No, he was, Or he was there that night. Fuck, so We've got a photo that. of that too. Fuck. So um, how'd you go tracking down these photos? Was it like luck? <laughs> yeah, was it kind of like was it like you know, once you know was it like that sort of whole you know oh, I can't even think of the fucking terminology. Hard. But once you got you know once you hit one person up, it led to another person, led to another person, led to another person. Yes, that's the kind of thing. Yeah, um, a little bit hard because of because there was that beef. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought, well, that, well, that was so long ago. You know, it's, it's time to fucking go face all this shit and fucking yeah. deal with it. And, yeah. And it, and it was – and, yeah, so at first you sort of – when you whenever you're getting photos, people are sort of, oh, you know, you're going to put this, that one, I don't want that. And mm. Mm. it's hard because mm. you, you've got to be fair to them. Yeah. But you, you want to be fair to the scene. Yeah. And to get it all in balance, it's just not going to happen completely. So, yeah. it's, you know, there's, there is that part of it. People get a, a wall up, as I would understand about your, your graffiti photos and yeah, all that yeah. sort of thing. Every single person. Yeah, and what makes the cut? Can I pinch a beer up there? Go for it, mate. Thanks, man. Um, what makes the cut? Jeez. That's- oh no, well, no, not so much what makes the cut. What, um, like, what was involved in the? You need a drink. What was involved in like the process of hunting down all these fucking photos, man? Like, yeah. Uh, like I had, well, because I shit. had to, because I was, like I was saying before, I had this sort of strange part of me that would just associate with whoever. Yeah. And thankfully I did because yeah. that brought me everywhere. And so I could, there was, so, I seemed to have this position, this unique position of being the diplomat mm. and being able to approach all sides of these things and, and, and sort of maybe approach people and just, you know, in a, in a diplomatic way and, and work with them. Yeah. And... Ultimately, uh, you know, once people saw that you're serious, then they started 
be more helpful. Yeah. Because at first they're like, ah, oh, Brad, what are you doing? It's just Brad going off his head again. He's yeah, tripping around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, but once they saw I was serious, it, it, it changed. Like actually the big change was uh, when I went into um, – What's the bloody? I'm trying to remember the. I should know. This is another name I should know as well. Seven Tate. Oh, okay. Yep. I went into Seven Tate, and um, I'd never met Ivo, and and that's when he was in there, and I had what I'd worked on, and he said, "I oh, can I have a look." And he didn't really know that, and he and I didn't know him. He didn't know me. We didn't know what each other did, and he ended up doing a bunch of. Um, layouts for me and he had an amazing photo collection yeah so he helped with some a large portion i had a connection with a, a bunch of guys that he didn't quite get along with so i, I was able to sort of help get, help yeah, that side yeah, yeah and um but over those years everyone sort of sort of it's, it's actually helped a bit people yeah, have settled i down. would imagine so how many fucking how like in you know in your travels in you know, in the time you've been collating this book, putting it all together, how many uh, resentments are still harboured that you mm. have had to kind of work around? Ooh, there's a, there's a few. Yeah, because the writer community, writer community, and it's far be it from me because I'm no writer, but the writer community can be a stubborn community. I've worked in it. I've been around it forever, you know, since day dot, like, you know, since I was a kid. I think same as any community that involves yeah. ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. – uh, I think it's. I don't think it's anything more than just a memory. Well, how have you had to? How have you navigated it in uh, in putting together the book? Just trying to sort of speak. When you one thing that I found is that everyone's version. They think they were the guy that got attacked first. Yeah. You know, and uh, and they real genuinely. Yeah. And so once you sort of bust a myth, and re and realise that sort of everybody thought that, mm. and you know, no one really has the real answers yeah, yeah then can we all just sort of grow up and get yeah. past this pretty much most people would yeah exactly you know yeah, give, once you so. give them a bit of time yeah. and i've look i even had to go and do a few you know pieces with people and things like that and realize things myself yeah about you know i i guess i'm the guy who's it's been a journey for me yeah. i've worked out who i am through it all and, the, and my own prejudices and yeah uh, biases on history and all that sort of shit that yeah. I thought I was free of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which it turns out, no, I'm not. Mm. And, um, you know, suddenly I found out that I remembered something the wrong way. Or, and at six, seven years of that, and you, you eventually get the closest to the story yeah, you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. So because your memory is unique to you, as is yes. everyone's, yes. you know, and I, and I would presume that that is what you have to navigate in putting together something, curating something like you are. like you yeah. know, And it's an amazing undertaking, bro. Like I, if we haven't stated that from the outset, we'll state it now. Like collating the book, like, you know, uh, that just putting that history of Brisbane together, man, is something you should be commended for. Oh, I appreciate it because I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. Was it was like jumping into hell. What an undertaking, dude! Like, yeah. But the reward is the opposite. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, look, at the same time, for me, it's it's a love, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like yourself, yeah. you can hear these stories forever. Yeah. It's like uh, I guess I, uh, something triggered for me, like when I read T Kids' book, mm. and just seeing. The human side of this uh, um, this guy that I'd looked up to. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, that's it. You know, there's always the something. Book. That's the mystique of graph. You know, yeah. When you first see it, you don't know who the, these people are. Yeah. You've got no idea. It's just a name. Yeah. 
and uh, especially if they're from a, another country, you yeah. know. And then when you do find out, and especially 20, 30 years later, who they were and what was going on, they just another person in life like yourself with the That's same it. dramas, sometimes more, yeah. sometimes less. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, that's, that really sort of got me into the same, well, that's how you approach it. And it was hard because I realized you just got to be honest, yeah, but diplomatic, yeah, you know, not, not a, not a cunt, you know, don't, not an asshole about it. Yeah, exactly. And there's a, it's, it's too easy to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's or it's too probably easy been to, the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you it's, know? You, you know, you clutch that ego. You, you know, you kind of. That's you right. Know, you, you attach yourself to it. It defines you. It is who you are, you know, yeah. and it takes a lot to step back from that and to see it with some sort of ob objectivity almost, you know, look at it for what this is. You know, you are documenting the creativity, uh, fucking cultural movement that has fucking swept the country man like yeah definitely you know that is where, where so in where does where does it all sort of kind of originate like in your research of doing this um where does graffiti when when did graffiti to your knowledge first hit these shores in my view it was 84 okay sydney I couldn't say because yeah. I'm not from there. So yeah. it's, you know, um, I've heard stories, but yeah. I, I, I really can't comment on Sydney because yeah, it's not know. my city. That's so right. I, yeah. I'll let them say theirs. Yeah, 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 certainly. Um, certainly. To, in my view, it was around the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. From what I know. Yeah. Um, because of, mostly because Style Wars didn't get shown here. Until it just, until, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. And so those, once that sort of leaked through, there were guys that got copies, but not many. No. And so the rest of us were all influenced by commercialism uh, yeah. of Beach Street and the hip hop and all of that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, that was a bit of the difference. So yeah. for me, it's it definitely was 1984 when yeah. Breakdance and Beach Street came out. Yeah, man. And Br Beach Street more than anything. Yeah. Um, Breakdance was when everyone was doing those pieces that they just copied them off mm. and they had no idea what it was all about. Beach Street hinted at what graffiti was actually about. Yeah, 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 Didn't, yeah. You couldn't really get too deep into it because yeah. it's, that's all you had and it yeah. was a movie. Uh, apparently supposed to be run-off scene, yeah. the Ramo character, but uh, and that was that was the insight and, uh, and that was 1984 and I think that was the big leap. And it took probably another six months to a year before... It really started yeah. flourishing and, yeah. you know, started getting out there. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Okay. Couple more things before we sort of fucking wrap up, dude. And once again, we'll get back to the book and all that kind of thing. But the the Cleveland line, man. Who were the early crews on the Cleveland line? Who was the early dudes? Odsy, Odsy, Odsy and Quiz. Yeah. And there were there were a few other guys. The out Sea there. Line original. Odsy, if you're hearing me, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got some fucking decent photos, he's, man. He has. He's he's sort of the uh, the last guy I've got to see. Yeah. He does have some, but they're all. You know, everyone's got photos in storage somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in a storage yeah. shed that's behind 14 washing machines. And yeah. A, you know, and so you got Yeah, the, yeah. You know, But they were some of the early dudes on the de on the Cleveland line yeah, to your Yeah, Quizzer and 80 were the knowledge. first big ones to yeah. come out of there. Other guys were like uh, Barnsey, Jealous. Uh, who else did you have that came out there? Uh, Ravage even wrote out there for a while. Oh, of course, Ravage. Um, yeah, shout out to Ravage. Wrote, what did he write, Amok? Amok, yeah. Amok. 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 Amok, 
my muck, whatever. Yeah. I, well, he yeah. was also prominent in all those early issues of hype. Yes. Yeah. He was an early writer and a great guy. Yeah. yeah. And then those throw-ups later on, those ache throwies, the A with the like the shark faces or, you know, those little fucking teethy. Yeah. Remember those throw-ups that he was doing way after the fact, like into probably the early 2000s? Oh, those rem- throwies were showing up everywhere. Oh, God. They were like the leather throwies with the ducks, you know, like it was fucking... I remember he started these Robotech characters with these Nico pens started appearing around mm. Central Station. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I was like, who's doing these? Who's doing these? And ended up being Ravage. And he'd come down. He lift up Yandina. Okay. And came down to Brisbane and just bang, straight into Graf. And yeah. was pretty good at it. So, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he had a unique uh, little place there on uh, at Cooparoo where, you know, riders would hang out and... Mm. Do jump jump downs were big. Jump downs, run ups on trains were the big thing. You know? yeah. So a lot a lot more of those throw ups used to run than you would see today, I suppose. Um, but that's only because we didn't have the paint you could do that things as quick. So the throw up was a, was a, sort of like our quick panel, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't take many photos of them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, so you just sort of get what you get. But, um, yeah. Well, dude, fucking. You sort of touched on it earlier, but when you were introduced to like the South Side, when you started sort of going down to the Beanley line, you said that's when you kind of first saw style. Like, well, not Definitely. first saw style. Obviously, every line has its own fucking style. Or the whole city has its own style. There's individual oh, it styles. A, it definitely had a. Um, but a those South Side it. dudes, man, like. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's, the Altandy Wall's the classic. It's, it's the uh, so, sort of like the first public. The space to paint. Yeah, you know, no, sort of. I suppose it was. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and um, that gave the right people, in my my view, the chance to do these these pieces that needed to come out because once you saw them, you didn't forget them. Yeah, you know, like I don't know if it's been spoken about, but Diane, the Diane oh, piece by Hams. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, like like Phase Two. I remember put that in uh, Subway Sun. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that was in the eighties, yeah. and he, they've they've come out um, phase two, and uh, Days came to Brisbane and tried to do graffiti with touch up paint. Yeah, and they just went, "What the fuck is this shit?" They just thought it was shit. No, no shit, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that was like the fucking top of the line for Brisbane yeah, graffiti yeah, writers. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you know, then Hams shows them a photo of Diane, and they just yeah. couldn't believe it. They yeah. just like. How do you do that with this? They they couldn't. They literally couldn't work it out. And um, they also bugged out on murders piece down in Melbourne, didn't they? That fucking. Um, they yeah, I, I've I've seen the quote. Was it the South Yarra piece? Oh, I can't remember. Maybe that murder piece with the block A, but the the fucking crazy abstract image. I know the piece. Yeah, yeah. But it's I, in King's Way. I think it's got the Phase Two quote attached to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess it's a bit sad he's passed now, but uh, mm. yeah, I, re- I do remember because I went up to him with this. They had these posters that came out, railway vandalism. Yeah, Gabs decides still got one. And the he's panel on one. there is, that was done by Aaron. It was. That's exactly right. And yeah. uh, so I walked up to him and I said, can you sign this and unravel this uh, big poster? Yeah. And they just went, oh, and just pulled me to the front of the line, signed it, and they loved it, you know, because wow. it was it was, it was was a train. You still got it? No, no, I think uh, – I think my dad tore it up or something. Oh, you're fucking <laughs> <crazy. Yeah. laughs> Decide still had his and he had it on his studio door for years. He I would still have I had it somewhere. It with the tags but on he it, had so it. it said to dare back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, you know, phase two or days tags. Wow. And I was like, ah. Oh, wow. If I still had that, wow. it'd be framed. But yeah, fuck yeah, man. Such is life. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm lucky. Look, to be all things being said and done, the stuff that I've seen in the book, I'm, I'm just lucky that's there. Mm. You know, because Brisbane being a smaller city, I suppose, too, just didn't have as many documenters at first. No. At first. It no. eventually came about. but Yeah. Not at very first. Yeah. So it's just sheer luck. Yeah. Mm. So the book, dude, like we'll wrap up now, man. Like the book, what period does it uh, document? Like what are we talking, We're, 84 to 94 or? Yeah, 84 to 94. Yep. And the reason that I've chosen those years was sort of, I get, I'm not sure if it's come across, but the, there, there were certain jumps um, every couple of years in mm. Sort of the maturity of the scene, and there was a certain point where I think it was just took off on its own from there. Yeah, and um, or, and maybe that's probably my view. Yeah, yeah. Um, or guys from my era's view. Yeah, um, the next bunch of guys will have a different view, but that that was the way I saw what, what it's called where it began. Yeah, um, in Brisbane and the Gold Coast, I should say. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I should say, yeah, the Gold Coast as well. Writers like Scan mm. and uh, Wild Boys, um, a guy called Dean. Mm. They used to write their own names. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dean and Steve. Yeah. And they're incredible. Yeah. You know, and uh, some of their early stuff, it, it just blows my mind. That yeah. he's got, I've and, hit Scan up to come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, his stories yeah. are amazing. B-Boy All-Stars, all that sort of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's really nice guy. Loves yeah. a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He told me when he told me he'd, he'd let me know when he's coming to Brisbane. So yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he'd come up in peace with uh, hams. And, yeah. And his that. style, even to this day, like he's fucking man. It's almost like Scan's graffiti is just. Oh, he's great. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. Yeah, man. incredible. You know, and uh, and and the funny thing is, I remember going when I went down or when I met him. So, guy, do you go to the beach much? No, no, no yeah, no. We, we hate the beach. Yeah, fuck you know? the beach. <laughs> I thought, what? Yeah, you live on the Gold you don't go to the beach. But because I had cousins down there, and that's <coughs> they were in the breaking scene. I went around and took a bunch of photos on the Gold Coast. So, I've got to say, Magic Mountain, uh, the early Hall of Fame, mm. a couple of the popular places that used to get painted down there. Got a lot of photos. Got some cool photos from the Gold Coast. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, and also the Hams and Scan connection. Yeah. You know, because there was a good connection there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, what what can you let us in on about the book? Like what have we not discussed? You know, like. I think um, I think the 90s uh, mm. with the, uh, I think the best thing is the whole, is the, is the way you can see these different parts of town come together. Yeah. You know, more. And each and each part of the city had its own unique key yeah. to give to the city to open this box, this Pandora's box of graffiti. Yeah, and um, so you could say, oh, okay, okay, on the south side you had this style, on Ipswich Line they were smashing trains, and then you got me out on the north side who had this completely unique view of the lot. Yeah, and so it all comes together as this kind of philosopher's stone at the end of it. It's unbelievable because it makes for a very unique perspective, being that you are one of the well, you are essentially the original, the OG of that of your line on your side of town. But you're viewing so much 
from what's going on on other parts of the city. And once again, we have to reiterate that this is pre-social media. This is pre, like, you know, mm. you had to actually get out there and visit those parts of town yeah. to see what existed there yeah. in that in that moment. And me know? being me, having that freedom in the 80s, not just, yeah. I, I literally just did what I wanted yeah. as much as I could, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 being arrogant, it was just, I, I'm lucky. Yeah. And that gave me that viewpoint. Yeah. Because I was always, always fascinated just by what was going on around me. Even when I was bored and had nothing to do, I'd go and watch it. Even when I was a kid mm. in the city, I'd go and watch a court case or something. Yeah. Something, something really <laughs> yeah. different than yeah. the average person. Yeah. And just ha I, I was always catching these things and I guess maybe it's fallen into my lap to, for this to come about. Man. So I'm, I'm glad that it has. It's, it'll be good to see it finally there. Yeah. You know, um, but wow, what a journey. Does it focus in the book? I, I don't know how much you want to give away and just tell me otherwise, but does it focus in on crews, individual riders or? Okay, it's structured different than Kingsway or anything like that. It's... Um, it's basically like a photo album, I guess, but with a little bit of information about it. There's inf there's definitely information in it, mm. but it's not information overload. Yeah, it's um, we're going to let the the pictures speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's not so much this is one writer. This yeah. is all about that writer. Yeah. Um, it's more about the pieces, and of course, yes, they are into. Uh, yeah, you have to categorise them in some way, whether it's <clears throat> the part of town, the crew. Uh, it was kind of difficult in Brisbane because of the way everything mixed together, mm. not so sort of us against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's it, it's definitely structured in a way that you can see that the, the way that things evolved. Yeah, and um, and just see that you know. Where it began wasn't where it finished, or oh, it's nice and finished, or yeah, where it is now. It, it, you know, it it's, never stops. <laughs> it's completely, uh, it's the it's the same, it's but it's different. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's because it never stops. It just evolves. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's ex exactly the same as the music. Yeah. Um, you wonder where's this all going to go in thirty years? You know, I remember seeing a Judge Dredd comic in the nineties where a graffiti writer was hanging off a building doing mm. something, and I remember thinking, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Now people do it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, what? It's yeah. like comic book land. Yeah. And uh, so another 30 years, who knows? Who fucking knows, you know, there'll be guys flying drones into train yards. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, dude. <laughs> there's already yards you have to. So. Right. But, dude, honestly, man, all we can do at this point in time is thank you for all you've contributed, uh, your documentation mm -hmm. of what is going or of what has existed and thank you for what's about to come, man. When can we expect this book? Look, I'm really hoping uh, winter at the latest. Okay. That's yeah. I've really hoped for a lot of things. It would anything that would stop that I think now would be if just some by chance amazing photo collection turned up. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyone's got any? Have you got a publisher on board or anything like that? Uh, <coughs> it's all self published. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically we will be we'll have to pick a printer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll prefer to do that in Australia. So Have you tried shopping it? Have you tried taking it to publishing houses? Because I can, man, listen, after the success no. of something like Kingsway, there is no real basis of comparison for what you're doing, but a Kingsway is obviously the closest and it's what we constantly reference throughout the show. Mm. Surely after, you know, that was a moderate success. It was obviously a limited run, but it all went and it was received fucking highly. 
nationwide, yes. Yes. there has to be room for it to, you know, to reach a major publisher. Ah, you're probably right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I've been so focused on getting the photos Just getting and, it done. and getting it done. Exactly. I haven't really focused on the uh, yeah. on who I'm going to pay to do whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, um, so maybe that's something I can look at. Yeah, bro. Please you know? do. Um, and in the tradition of, you know, uh, it was amazing to do something like Kingsway. It did, it did set that uh, – it gave us the idea. Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that got published, um, same thing can happen for Brisbane. Without fail. Yeah. Where it began, the book. Where it began. Dude, brat, war crew, man, is this it? Should we fucking wrap it up? Yeah. Brother, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for joining us, man. This has been Beers, Beats and the Biz for another episode. And, man, we're going to let you know more about this book as it comes to light, man. When it happens, it's going to be a fucking event. Motherfuckers, make some noise. Thanks to Brad. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate thank it. Thank you for coming, bro.